Welcome to We Didn't Get a Rose. I'm Mike Carroza. And I'm Chris Mejia. And this is our first episode, so buckle up. <laughs> we only rehearsed that <laughs> intro. <laughs> we didn't get a rose, but we It's time to party. <laughs> Welcome to We Didn't Get a Rose, a bachelor slash bachelorette recap podcast. I'm uh, Mike Carosa. And I'm Chris always. Oh. <laughs> and I'm Chris <laughs> Welcome to the party. <laughs> we obviously clearly met beforehand. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> we just spent 45 minutes talking about what we want to do. And then we just like... You know what? We said, fuck it. Let's just dive in. And we also decided this is going to be a podcast where we can swear. You know what? <laughs> just like The Bachelor and Bachelorette, we needed to be open in order to provide clarity. Uh, and uh-huh, that's, uh-huh. that's and it's a it's the genuine way to be. <laughs> you, got, you know, you but real quick, we should explain, though, that we're not just two people. I mean, although we're members of Bachelor Nation, shout out Bachelor Nation. Uh, yeah, shout out to Bachelor Nation. Even though we're two members of it, that doesn't—we're not just regular members. We actually were right. both of us on a season. Yeah, we were on a season. Uh, it was the season that ended up being Hannah B's season, right? Uh, right between those uh, those other seasons, and uh, we were initially on Lisa's season. You remember her? Very, very little is known about Lisa, but we didn't get a rose on the first night. They shot like three episodes worth of stuff with her and found out that Hannah B was available, and so they ditched. Uh, Lisa for Hannah, which honestly, great season. I don't fault them at all, but we didn't want to lose out on the clout that we gained from being <laughs> yep. uh, first night <laughs> rejectees. There was a uh, bachelorette named Lisa. Don't Google it. Don't look into it. Just believe I us. I mean, why? Look, you know, she'll have her time. And she, you know what? <laughs> Shout out to Lisa for always being there for us. We text we text regularly. Oh, yeah. no, this Hey girl, I hope you're doing well. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, we didn't work out. She didn't give us a rose at all, but we are still friends. We didn't get a rose. We got a number, but we didn't get a rose. (laughs) Yeah, and some might say uh, that makes for a a richer relationship. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, a friendship is just as beautiful. We didn't uh, get a relationship. We got a friendship, and that's what matters the most. And you know what? That's all we're doing today. We're bragging about that, (laughs) and then. And we're ready uh, to talk about this upcoming season. That's yeah. right. And you know what? Let's actually, you know what? Before we do, I think it'd be good to like know where we jumped in on The Bachelor. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That, that'll, that'll give us some leeway in terms of our Bachelor history, mm-hmm. at least for me, because I'm, I'm ready to cop out on that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I jumped back in on Ari's season back in like 2018. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ari was the but one I, uh, where he picked Becca. But and then, then was like, whoops. <laughs> yeah, whoopsie daisy. I'm so sorry, Miss Lady. I picked Lauren instead. Ari basically uh, pulled when you accidentally send the wrong, hey, let's go out text to someone. Like, you, <laughs> you send it to the wrong Ashley and you're just like, ooh. <laughs> oh, buddy. I'm so sorry. Um, Ari's I the mean, re- reason why you should draft all of your risky text messages in notes in the notes app. <laughs> Before. Ari, uh, Ari thought, you know, thought he had it right. And then he was like, nah, I messed up. I didn't listen to my heart. And it's like, dude, you listen to, I don't know what you listen to. 
You just, you know, figure yourself out. And I appreciate that he was like, no, I was wrong. And that he got yelled at and he was like, I'm sorry. And then he just continued to be boring everywhere else. And that's okay. I'm fine with that. But I'm back in on, on as of 2018. Uh, although when I was much younger, if we're talking about the Bachelor series, which aired, God, its first episode was in 2002. I did not know what I was watching, but I watched it along with my mom and my aunt. I and I could not tell you I keep anybody's how names. long this show has been on. It's been on for so long. So long. Yeah, because it and premiered it's 2002. Nuts. Yeah, wow. Yeah, dude. And I, I don't remember anybody from most seasons. Like, when people were like, Claire's going to be the Bachelorette, and uh, she was on Juan Pablo's season, and uh, Bachelor uh, Winter Games, and all this other stuff, I was like, oh, I only know her from that one clip of, like, Top 10 lists of people being like the most hated bachelors or like the most hated moments in bachelor history and you know those compilations. So um, you're not going to get a lot of bachelor history from me, but what you will get is, uh, you know, oh, I have a bad feeling about these guys. You know, (laughs) you'll get like genuine uh, info that way. That's what I'm going to. And you got to be genuine. I said the word. Thank you, audience. Thank you. And I stopped the audio. I, I I thought I was gonna be the one who was the most into the soundboard, but every time you no, play, it's clearly me. Yeah, it's clearly you. <laughs> the yeah, amount of joy the in your face is like this. Is <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna die. And like if the soundboard was the Titanic, you would gladly be like, I don't want to be on the lifeboat. Like I want to go. Yeah, down. yeah, hundred percent. You kidding me? I I love the band on the Titanic. Just uh, just going for it. They're like, oh, we're we're going down. Good. That's okay with us. <laughs> this is not the worst show I've done. No, exactly. And then they're playing something beautiful. And to me, my something beautiful is... The Price is Right theme song. There we go. Uh, my Bachelor history, I am a recent uh, fan. I Hell yeah. So I saw like the last episode of Ari season. And it was because like they split the finale into two parts. And I just heard people talk so much about it that I was like, yeah, this sounds messy. I want to watch it. And then yes, I my first actual season of this franchise was Becca Cufferings. Uh Is that how okay. you? Kufring? Kufring? I'm guessing it's Cuffering. Uh, her season because... I started in, uh, working at a new office and uh, the women in the office did like a bracket for like the men that would move on. So I did it because I was like, you know, I want to make friends. I'm new here. This seems like what better way to make friends than through gambling and uh, made a bracket. <laughs> and then I was never a reality TV show per- per- person before that. And then after and like at first I was very hesitant. And then now I'm in uh-huh. too deep. Like I'm watching. Oh, all- yeah. I'm watching Love Island right now. Like it's, it's dude. <laughs> I lo- it's it's good. It's good. Yeah. I'm living it. for the fact that Are You the One is now on streaming services, and people are finally watching the shit out of that. Because I have been pirating that show. <laughs> uh, because MTV uh, doesn't always have all the episodes up on their website. Yeah. Most of them are streaming in Canada. And then, oh yeah, we should mention I'm in Montreal and Chris is in Seattle. Oh and yeah. We, that's how much we love this show. So we're like, we don't care where we are. We'll make this work. Three hour difference doesn't matter. The Canadian but border yeah. being closed is not going to stop this podcast from happening. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. Sound waves can travel straight to my heart. 
<laughs> that sounds Ooh. like the tagline from their failed spinoff, Listen to Your Heart. Oh, God. Yeah, it might as well be, to be honest. I don't know if they're considering it a failure because they keep pumping it into everything. They try to force it. The first episode was really good, and then it just sucked after that. I didn't even give it the benefit of the doubt or a try. I couldn't bring myself to do it. I didn't want to like it at all. I know. I don't care. I Look, boo me all you want, okay? Boo me all you want. I don't like the idea of that show. It's just not for me, and that's okay. But, um... Like, I don't even watch Paradise, uh, but I'm going to for this podcast. Bro, That's the thing. Par- Paradise is especially... I, w- I watched for the first time Paradise this past Paradise season. Fire. <laughs> you gotta watch it. Yeah, but here's the thing about Paradise for me is that um, Are You the One is so much more chaotic, and I want it... I want that level. Like it's that's that's what I want out of Paradise. Mm-hmm. Instead, Paradise, there's people that are too obsessed with their image on that show. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. People like their image too much in the Bachelor world, and that happens. And and on Are You the One? They're just like, whatever. I'm in my early twenties, and I'm mad at everybody. <laughs> Who need? I don't need a career. My career is gonna be this when I'm done. Who cares? I, People will love me for me, and then they do. I will say that is true. All of them. There are these past couple seasons of both Bachelor and Bachelorette and Paradise. People are getting a little too obvious that they're clearly there to become an influencer. Or like the way that they describe people's jobs based on it. Like Tasha's job. Uh, description, I don't remember what it was, but I remember it being like beauty optics or something like it, it was, it was just like, um, yeah, I, I, it was basically like the closest they can get to being like beauty influencer. <laughs> like if you look up Tasha Adams job, it was former phlebotomist. And now it's like, this is it. Adams works full time as an influencer, you know, that's, that's. That's what it says online right now. Uh, then yeah, yeah, that's it. Is I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't blame <laughs> someone going on the show to get social clout. Like, yeah, it's, no, of it, course not. Like that. I. Oh, go ahead. No, but I will always favor the people who don't seem to be there for that primarily. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. Get like you know, I want everybody to be making money. Uh, doing what they feel like doing. Like, it, it, you know, I don't like the way that the world is structured now. I am good at one thing, um, and that's making people feel nice. And, uh, you know, that the way I do it is not necessarily a money-making thing, you know? So uh, the fact that there's a way to be like, hey, I'm real pretty, and people trust my opinion on things, I would like to monetize that. I'm like, hey, do your thing. But... You can always tell when a connection is not right. Yeah. And, you know, you remember freaking country ass dude from uh, Jed. Jed, remember that dude? Oh, yes. The entire entire season, Dad. 
the, the the entire season, every time he was on the screen, and my friends hated me watching this with them because I would go, look at his flat fucking face. This flat face <laughs> fuck needs to get out of here. I don't want him on my screen. Like, somebody, lo- it looks like he wakes up with it and rolls off a rolling pin. This guy, get him out of here. And they're like, no, they're so cute together. It's like, I don't trust him. I don't trust him at all. And then everything <laughs> came up. And, he, and and oh, man, when they talked to each other. At oh, the, at the, yes. Oh, that was brutal. And I was like, I saw this shit coming from a mile away. First off, doesn't it, me. doesn't it feel good when you're like, when there's a cast member, whether it's the bachelor or bachelorette, and yes. there's a there's a contestant that right off the bat, you're like, I don't have a good feeling about this person. And everyone's and right. like, everyone's <laughs> like, no, but like people defend contestants purely because they want to fuck that contestant like let's just be real like i mean <laughs> we can be real about that yes uh, that does happen sometimes uh i uh look oh man i don't i don't like the way you phrase that uh, <laughs> all right you're right my bad my bad i'm just saying i'm just saying the reason why i worded it like that was because what's his name bennett on this latest oh season, yeah yeah, yeah. Right off the bat, I was like, this dude looks like the villain who wants to shut down the community center. And, uh-huh. Yeah, you and did text me that. <laughs> I, I texted you that. I right off the bat was like, I don't like Bennett. Uh-huh. And everyone, uh-huh. and not just, and I'm not, I'm not, like, literally everyone I knew, like, man or woman was like, I like uh-huh. Bennett. He seems nice. He's really cute. He seems self-aware about how bougie he is. And you know what? Right. I, and I, I turned. I was like, you know what? Y'all are right. I like Bennett now. Uh-huh. Bennett's dope. He seems self-aware. He doesn't seem like a oblivious, privileged asshole. And then well, by they the edited end, him so nicely when you they wanted you to feel that way about him. And then by the end of the season, now everyone's like, wow, Bennett's a real piece of shit. And I'm just in the corner like, I told y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean... I don't know. When Peter was a bachelor, I remember him starting out and me being like, "Uh oh, here come the fuckboy express. <laughs> this is it. Like literally nothing feels right with him. And then, uh, you know, like here's the thing about the podcast. We're a recap podcast, so we're going to spoil everything. So get over <laughs> yeah. it right off the bat, even if it's past season's worth. When he picked Hannah Ann and then they're talking and it's like, it, uh oh, it's time to talk to uh, to Madison. And then they started uh, dating and like that didn't work out. And he ended up with, oh, Kelly. no, I'm blanking on her name. Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. The lawyer that they had like this fairy tale love story from the beginning already. And that's like, it's like, oh, we knew. We knew. The second that happened, I was like, they're going to end up together. This whole season is a wash. The moment she leaves, she's not making it to to um, hometown. She's not making it to uh, fantasy suites. He he's gonna have a great time in fantasy suite for a little bit, and then he's probably gonna be like, "I miss Kelly, dude. <laughs> I, I miss her so much." It uh, was and uh, it, it was and now de- they're dating. I think right? yeah, they're still there's to my understanding they're still dating. Anyway, um, his his season yeah. was he was one too where I was like, Peter sucks, and like. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, but I, Madison also sucks. Ma- they deserved each other, man. <laughs> Mad- to be honest, I I feel like with Madison, Madison was a product of it. I, I I feel like I the okay. I don't think she does because 
So wait, you're getting defensive about Madison. We know how you feel about her. I okay. So here's the thing. Here's here's here's, okay. All right, I see what you did. I did. I did it. I I see what you did. You little shit. Yeah, hold on. You know what? I did it so well that the audience just got it now, and they're loving it. They're loving it. Thank you. Thank you. But you gotta stop. You gotta stop. Stop it, please. Wait, more? Okay, I'll take it. Oh, thank you. Uh, it's going to be a bitch to edit this because I have to time it out exactly perfectly where the audience says, does more in the sound effect. Anyway. <laughs> you haven't done soundboard to start any soundboards. <laughs> it has been a mistake to begin with. But okay, here's here's why I'm defending Madison because Tell me. I obviously her decision to like want to wait till marriage is like it's her body she can that's do. That's fine. Yeah, she, that's Yeah, that, I have no I have like that's her body. She does what she wants with it, and I think, right. I think, yes, Peter's too much of a horn dog where that would have ever worked out. Yeah, uh, I don't think. Yeah, sure, she waited probably too long to bring that up, um, but I think overall I mean, she was just trying to stick to her guns and just be like, "This is my belief, and I want to stick to it." I think her flaw was just waiting until basically the very last second to bring that up and to to be on the show and to even pretend that you don't understand what happens on the show yeah and then giving the dude an ultimatum i'm like i'm not about it that's like yeah there was a lot of toxicity to what she did but then you also realize just how much of a product of her environment she is like her dad being a like what 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 was he the coach of a team in Alabama? Something and, like, oh uh, Auburn I think. Where they're they're literally like oh you got to be the picture perfect family and then she had like a really cool job where she's like placing people in homes but then I'm like there's got I didn't feel good about that because I'm like mm-hmm. something about it feels a little bit off. Oh like Just you're compensating for something. Uh n- not like that but like like um. Like, hey, I appreciate that you're doing, like, technically, yes, you're doing nice thing, but why don't I trust the nice thing that you do? I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, but that's what I'm saying is, like, here we are. That's the sh- We're, we're going to be offering hot takes, <laughs> you know? We're going to be offering hot takes on the show. We're going to be offering hot takes on who, what we feel about people, and you are going to get our feeling on them, and we are going to be right. We are going to be wrong. We're going to be all over the place and sometimes we're going to defend people and it's because we think they're pretty and it's not (laughs) going to be like anything beyond that. Like, I don't know anything about Lexi Buchanan who was on Peter's (laughs) season, but my roommate knew when she was on the screen, even when she was in her room, because I would audibly (laughs) swoon and gasp when she was on the screen. Okay, that is not a lie. Shout out to Kix, my roommate, who uh, would be like organizing something in our room with the door open and being like, yeah, I'm going to come watch in a second. And then I'm watching it and Lexi comes up on the screen and I'm like, oh, and then she could hear from the room. She's like, what's she doing? (laughs) Your roommate Um, was talking to you like like your mom. (laughs) I mean, yeah, sometimes she was. But that's the beautiful part about watching like. I'm I'm gonna I miss watching uh, the show with my roommate because mm-hmm. 
like she found a way to stream it too, which was perfect because the moment she started watching it, I was like, oh, thank God you said it because I was wondering if I said it, it would be not cool for me to say it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like, am I making a, a judgment here that's like ill-informed? And she's like, mm-hmm. no, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> there is something that I do not trust about this man. And, uh, you know, she was like... <laughs> Sitting down with her, she, uh, she, she'd like point out, she'd be like, okay, uh, you can tell this guy isn't uh, down with being with a black woman, and that's why he's actually leaving the show. And she was like, I was like, what are you talking about? It's like, yeah, that dude who's like all hung up on Claire. Uh, no. <laughs> he's just, that's his out for not having to be like, e- yeah, he wouldn't be with a black woman. <laughs> yeah. And in fact, it's actually uh, funny you bring that up because that was something that like, it actually took me an episode or two to realize like that or that that could have like the dudes who were just like oh, i just i don't know what it is i just couldn't get yeah, couldn't yeah. get into claire and i was just like eh, i think we know what it is like i think uh-huh. like at first i just didn't notice because i thought like oh like taisha's a beautiful woman and also she like she had a great personality and she seemed uh like perfect for the role so i was like oh it seems weird that no one would want to like be like yeah let me give this a shot or, right. or I was like, oh, maybe you just emotionally was just so charged about Claire that you're just so exhausted afterwards. After that one date with, where it was more like therapy than it was a date. Oof. like Ooh. Oh, That's that, right. I forgot was it was Red Flag yeah. City. I fr- I that fr- dude was Red Flag City. He was, inc- he was in no... Jason, I think his name was. I think so. I think it was Jason, yeah. Jason was not... But he played football. <laughs> yes, he played... Well, okay, he was in the practice squad. Let's... let's like, look, man, it's still playing football. It's more football than I ever played. And that's okay. the... Look, if anything, if that's the credit he's clinging to, let him have it, man. Like, where? So this dude played football, you know? He played he was football. on a team. Let me talk yeah. with some respect now. He played football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give him a little bit. Let me give, give him a little bit. Jason... Jason Foster, and you know what? His Wikipedia has his career history. He he just okay. he was definitely not anywhere near a emotional. No, no, he, those the big names. He, there was a there's an asterisk that says off season or practice squad, uh, but BC Lions no asterisk. That's CFL, and that's you know what I recognize it. That oh. CFL. I was Canadian just gonna, football league. I, I was just gonna say, like, he was just not in any sort of mental or emotional shape to be. Oh, not at all. No, on, on the show, and like, yeah, that date that him and Claire on was just like therapy. That was that was so clearly like, bro, you need to get off the show. Like, it's yeah, good yeah, he yeah. left. It, it's good he left. But right, like, but the reason he thinks he left is uh, a little suspicious. The, one of the saddest things I've yeah. ever. And then and then when my roommate was like. No, she's. I don't live with her anymore. So I, my friend, my dear friend, uh, when my dear friend was like, "Oh yeah, he just like wouldn't want to be with a black lady." Uh, I was like, "Oh, I didn't even clock that." And she was like, "Yeah, you, um, you learned to clock that shit when you are a black woman." <laughs> yeah, and then like, yeah, for the lessons to know, right. your roommate is a black woman. So that's she's your yeah, roommate's yeah. not some white <laughs> some white lady being like, "I'm making this assumption." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it. Yeah, uh, yeah. My, uh, my, my dear friend, kicks. Shout out to kicks. If if you do listen to this, thank you for being a good friend. I love you very much. Um, <laughs> and clearly, Mike yeah. misses living with you. I do. I miss. I miss living with her a lot. She was a great roommate. She's so sweet and caring, and we just talk for so long. Time would disappear. Great person. Uh, great friend. Great roommate. Excellent roommate. And honestly, I I just wish her the best. And I I you know. 
It's hard being far away, but I, mm-hmm. I mean, I hope that doesn't change much. Anyway, that <laughs> was the sincerity corner. We did it. That said, look, we're 20 minutes deep into this, <laughs> 25 even, and we haven't even dis- done the, the point of this episode, which is we want to judge the people that are coming on the show. <laughs> and we want to make it clear. We want to make it very clear before we very jump clear. into this that one, we're not, when we say judge, we don't mean like we're, we're not gonna talk about anyone's like looks or anything like that i um, mean i might but i don't like i don't it's it's hard we're going off of pictures and mini bios here yeah. right and so the in the, the sense of that, an objectifying way that's what we mean oh, not, oh perfect yes. we're not yes we are not about objectifying uh people like and any criticisms or anything like that like mike said is clearly based off of a headshot from a photographer who clearly is awful at their job. And I mean, a mini bio. Not doing people favors. You yeah, know? Like, not doing people favors. I'm sure these so, are all well, some very... Of, some of the shots turned out great, but some of these, it's like, you have to wonder, like, did did you just not like her? Like, it's crazy. So let's let's um, just dive right into that. A lot of these, a lot of these so, headshots are so... Wild. Bad and wild. And it was like... You texted me this, and it was a good point. Like I when did. you pointed it out that the photographer was bad, and like if you would go to like a lot of these women's Instagrams, their personal <laughs> photos that they have are widely are... better than the headshots oh, crazy. that they took for the show. Hell, even not even like pictures that they took, pictures of them that like other photographers have taken mm-hmm. of them are incredible. And the thing is, I I'm not I didn't do that deep a dive because I didn't want to sully the I didn't want to like you know not discover them with you on the podcast kind of thing. Um, and we just did like a cursory me. thing. Get out of here. He's stopping <laughs> you. Come on. You got to stop it. The audience. <laughs> uh, this, the soundboard was a mistake. I'm clicking way too many things. <laughs> no, I love it. Uh, I love it. Uh, I'm having a blast with it, but it is definitely a lot. Um, <laughs> that said, um, I, I, I have, I have to say like, we're not here to be like, objectifying them um there is a matter of fact way of being like oh yeah she's pretty uh mm-hmm. or you know like oh uh she does not look like she is this age you know mm-hmm. or like um or like hey this is a, a wild job that's pretty interesting you know mm-hmm. what i mean like that's what we're going for and also mm-hmm. we did get a teaser preview of the season mm-hmm. and we might recognize some folks from that um and so we're going to talk a little bit about the contestants from Matt James's season, the upcoming season coming out on January 4th, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. And uh, we'll be right back probably the, the next day or the day after with, a, with an episode recapping that one. Yeah. But for today, we're just going to meet some of the contestants. And we're going to go in alphabetical order. We're just on the People, uh, People Magazine website for this. And also, I do want to say, too, real quick, uh, whatever we say, uh, I mean, we're going to do this for every season, whether it's Bachelor or Bachelorette. So, like, mm-hmm. and, like, we, we, whatever we say today is probably going to be a million times nicer than everything we've collectively said about Ed <laughs> on Claire and I mean, season. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I've come around on Ed substantially. I am a big fan of Ed's right now. And I... It's just so funny to dunk on on his forehead. <laughs> he has such a giant cranium, and I can't. I, I feel bad. You said it like I feel bad he, that we're making fun of the size of his head because you can't it's change not that exactly. You yeah. can't, ch- but it doesn't help that his head is the size of Pangea. Like I can never yeah, yeah. get over that. 
Oh, you said that, and then I said, yeah, his head has tectonic plates. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the point the point we're trying to make here is everyone but, can but get then, the smoke. <laughs> yeah, everybody can get the smoke, but the, you know, and but the most fun moments of the the season to me was when Ed went to to Chris Harrison's room. <laughs> that whole misdirect was great, and him just rolling with it, being like. Yeah, sure. How often do you get to hang out with Chris Harrison? <laughs> yes. And so he's just hanging out with the man. And I'm like, yeah, dude, this guy rules. This guy's yeah. such a... Uh, the way that he like practices things like something, something and phony, but it was like the three Fs. And he's like, and he's so stupid. He doesn't even know that phonies were the PH. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're such a dweeb. I missed that such part. A, oh, such an adorable dweeb. It was at the tell-all, the men tell-all. Oh, that's and, what um, it was. Okay. It honestly, it was so funny. This dude, like, I would hang out with Ed. Uh, I would hang out with Ed and definitely finally not be the guy who's, like, absorbing all the roasts. You know what I mean? It would be him, for sure. Uh, shout out to the fact that there are some Canadians on this list. Yeah, we have two Shall Canadians we begin? this time around. Yeah, we do. We have no no Floridians, so I don't have to worry about uh, We have two yeah, Washingtonians. Like- oh, we have – no, there's one Floridian. Yeah, but here's the thing about you is like you have to worry about one person and being like, okay, well, they're from a city that's my city, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas I'm like, okay, they're from Toronto. That means my entire country. (laughs) (laughs) It was like when Michaela, 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 Michaela from Peter season. Yeah, yeah. The one that cried so much. The one who she kept Uh, like licking her lips all of the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where somebody was like, dude, uh, somebody's got to cut her off from whatever drug that is. Uh, McKenna, McKenna. McKenna, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was from Vancouver or something, and people were like, haha, Canadians, am I right? And I'm like, no, you are incorrect. <laughs> it's like, hold on. we I talked to the embassy, and we no longer accept it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that said, let us begin. Yeah, Shall let us we? begin. Here we go. I'm, I'm ready for it. Well, actually, uh, so Abigail. Before we even go to Abigail, do you, anything yeah. about do we want to talk about Matt James real quick? Uh, I know nothing about him. He's a real estate broker who, what was it? He used to play a sport. Am I crazy? I mean, with his physique, like, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm looking at his bio. Uh, and yeah, real estate broker. Uh, he went to Wake Forest University. He majored. Yeah, he played wide receiver. So he went on the play. Okay. So apparently he played it professional Pro football. Ball. Based off of what we talked about, he played. We're not going to talk about whether uh-uh, it's practice okay. squad or not. Well, uh-huh, he uh-huh. played football. We'll give him that. Uh, his love of you food. guys love football. You guys love football. That's crazy. Oh yeah, there. that's that's our that's our. We throw. Well, first off, this is America. We'll throw away our morals for almost anything, but especially uh-huh. especially football. Yeah, y'all y'all are nuts. Um. <laughs> uh, I mean, are um, y'all, y'all are probably the same way about Canada. I'm the Canada. Uh, <laughs> yes. We, I, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people who feel that way, but I, I don't know, man. I grew up in Montreal, though. Like, I we, we just, it's, Montreal has the Canadians and we're into them, but not as, like, ravenous as, like, a lot of, like, other team fans are, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, it um, took me a sec to realize that that's the name of the hockey team. And I, I was yeah, like, Yeah, the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. Where a lot of thought went into that one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the it it mostly pisses off Quebec Quebecois folks because a lot of them are separatists who don't want to be part of Canada. Really? 
Dude, this is a whole other thing. Let's talk about Matt. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. We're getting off topic. He is. This is nuts. He is the first black male lead of the franchise. Yeah. So, good. Thank you. Good job. Uh, but also, like, it, it took the it took all these protests and and uh, uh, w- like a ton of people dying for. Uh, you know, for for them to be like, you know what? Fine, we'll cast a black guy. <laughs> and like, let's be real, um, they wanted to because Matt James is Tyler C's like one of his one of his best friends. And let's yeah. be real, they were going probably after Tyler C. Tyler C was saying no, and yeah. then they looked at Matt and they're like, two birds with one stone. He's a lot like Tyler, yeah, and he's black. Let's get him. Yeah. Um. But that said, like stoked. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> it's really, you know, th- thank you. Good. Uh, but at the same time, I know nothing about this man and the clips I've seen, he just seems pretty boring. Yeah. Uh, he seems like, like, yeah. Um, I don't know, like the kind of guy that plays sports to supplement a personality where yeah. like his game with women is just like letting them talk at him and listening. And that's like, that's all it takes. And I'm fine with that. It- like listening is a skill too. It's definitely, but it doesn't feel like he adds. It's definitely, like, for myself personally, it's, I think Matt James seems like a nice guy, but in yep. terms of the fact that they picked him, it just really, to me, feels like ABC was like, let's pick the safe black guy. That's an interesting perspective. Like, in this, not, not saying that, like, there's a dangerous pick, but more in the sense of, like, he doesn't seem like he has this really vibrant personality or anything like that right so it's like i if i was trying to put like view this from the lens of like in a white abc exact it's like we want to we want to look like we're progressive and have a black bachelor but majority of our audience is like middle of america conservative so like we we don't want like this like okay super kind of like uh like black empowerment kind of uh bachelor so let's go with someone like matt james who seems very like neutral and like he seems like an ari type He's yes like, yes where like the the most bar like the most drama you'll get out of him is like him f- making a mistake that he just kind of shrugs off without any emotion right like even him showing his sadness in the preview where it's like hey matt are you okay and he's like <laughs> No, it's like, I'm, yeah. Hey, man, <laughs> great that you can hold it in. Uh, that is also a skill. But, you know, don't worry about it, you know, just be, you know. So I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing if we get more out of him. Yeah. But uh, I am also very much looking forward to the women on the show because the previews made them all look like wild. And yeah. that is a whole other thing is that. My brother's fiance is like, I prefer The Bachelor to The Bachelorette because the dudes just kind of sit there and ignore each other and the women get into each other's faces. Yeah. And I love it. And one thing that's going to be uh, interesting, too, is that because this past season, the entire cast as a whole on average was older, I think... Yeah. That's actually one thing I feel bad about all of the contestants for this season. The the average contestant is younger than compared yeah. to this. So because of that, it's just not going to be a fair comparison to go to this mature right. group, to like a group that's going to be perceived as immature. And a logical person 
would be able to right. take a step back and go, that's because you have a younger group. And if you had a younger group of guys, it would be just yeah. as equally messy. But unfortunately, it's allowing an opportunity to be like, oh, well, see, see how these like, yeah, see how it these- looks like the uh, the average age here is like 25, 26. Yeah. Whereas the average age of the other guys is probably like in the 30, 33, 35 range. Right. If I had to guess like, um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully people won't use this as, mm-hmm. but then again, you, you know, fuck, it's so tough to like project what you think like people are going to think about or whether or not they're capable of applying any sort of deductive reasoning to it. Like <laughs> what, what's fun about reality TV is that it's always an opportunity to learn, huh? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely I, – I, I, like if if the ca- average age of this cast for Matt James was older, then yeah. I would feel like we will get just as much, if not more, of a mature cast than we did uh, with like Claire and Tasha season. Uh, uh-huh. I think any messiness that we're seeing from the previews is just – is not a, a – not a representation of like, oh, this is how – a certain like type of group of people are. It's just like when you're younger, you're just a messier person. So like, yeah, whether it was Basher, which is why I prefer. Are you the one? That's the show, man. (laughs) I love a good mess. And that's like what I, I don't know, man. There was a thread on, on Twitter today where it was like the most chaotic scenes from reality TV. Now you don't have to be younger for it to be chaos, but like Mm. so many of those scenes, you're like, Oh, this is a young couple getting mad at each other. Yeah. Like this is Um, some young people drama that's happening right right now. Whereas there's a little bit more self security when you're a little bit older. And right. Uh, I mean, never mind. Jason is an example of that not being true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Age like, does I, not I, mean I, you're I, automatically more mature. That is for right, sure. Exactly. Yeah. Now, now for me though, I'll say I'm just like I'm eager to dive in because we're like 40 minutes into this. I want to talk about oh, yeah. these women. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, let's start with Abigail. A uh, Abigail's 25-year-old client financial manager from Beaverton, Oregon. Oh, shout out to Ian Carmel, uh, the top of the food chain, as he says, Beaverton, Oregon. Uh, I mean, I don't know anything about her beyond that, you know, these bios are way too long for me to skim. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping for a couple sentences as most like Matt's was. Mm. This is like a full-on paragraph where it's like, Abigail is a beautiful soul from the Pacific Northwest who says that nothing makes her happier than enjoying a cold local microbrew on a beautiful Oregon day. Having a hearing impairment never stopped Abigail from living her life to the fullest. Do you see what I'm saying? That's We're not even like halfway through this paragraph. I think... I think we need to find another site. <laughs> well, okay. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. You say the name. I have the Bachelorette website up, and I'll I'll just oh, say what okay. the three bullet points of are. Oh, let me do that instead. So uh, yeah. her three bullet points are: she loves to spend her free time golfing with her grandparents, which is very cute. Um, okay, I can dig it. Abigail loves Calvin, Calvin Harris because his beats slap. <laughs> so, shout okay. out to white women, uh, and then <laughs> Abigail. <laughs> And then uh, <laughs> actually, that's not even fair. My ex, she was Latina, and she loved Calvin Harris. So I, it's. Uh, it's I mean, <laughs> but it is a primarily white woman thing. That is, that's not. I'm just saying the smile on your face when you said it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Abigail's favorite way to approach a guy is by accidentally bumping into them, which and that's in quotes. That's in quotes. accidentally bumping into them. Abigail, oh, she I seems, see. She seems like. 
she I, I I don't the the vibe I get from her picture is uh-huh. she I, she doesn't seem like like she seems like she's going to be there to date Matt like that's really yeah yeah oh I be, I believe that dude like the the picture see this is one of the pictures where I'm like oh this is a decent picture mm-hmm. um she's got a very vibrant smile and her eyes are like looking directly down at the camera and you're yeah. like this is somebody who's trying to communicate that's what yeah. you feel out of her uh, she also strikes me as somebody who holds a mug with both hands <laughs> and uh, and uh, dude I'm telling you Abigail is like to me probably cabin living mm-hmm. um, when you can like getaway person and feels very chill and uh, you know I, I I think it's it's interesting to hear that um, her free time is spent golfing with her grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I might be bringing a personal bias to this, but uh, uh, n- no thanks on both uh, spending your free time golfing and uh, and m- mostly with your, with your grandparents. There's something about that where I'm like, I love, hey, look, I love family too. And I get that it's really important to people. And I only have the one grandparent left. But... Uh, the time I've spent with that, you know, at least one of my grandparents has been correcting his racism, you know? So, <laughs> um, so to me, I'm just, I'm out, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm not about it. Uh, yeah, that part. That's a good so, point. There's definitely going to be a moment of like, okay, all right. So just so you know, my grandfather, he's old, so he might say uh-huh. boy, but he means it in a sweet <laughs> way. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, he's not snapping. When he snaps his finger, it might seem like he's snapping them at you. Um, and that's, that's cause he is, it's something we're working on. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, he is, but we're working on it. Yeah. And by yeah. working on it, stop. we mean we have maybe two years left <laughs> and then he's no yeah, longer yeah. an issue. Which is bleak, which is mean. And also that's, that's how we're doing it. Uh, uh next are we, up. Are we good? Yeah. Oh, did you go. have anything else? Or no, um, no. I was asking if we're ready to move on no. to the next one. Next Let's up, move. we got Elena, who is our first Canadian. Uh, I look. List. I was gonna go Alana. This is exciting. We have our first oh. disagreement. <laughs> Elena, Alana. It's probably Alana. To be real, it's I'm going Alana. Alana. Yeah. I'm going Alana. Um, Alana is a photographer from Toronto. I used to live in Toronto and probably will be living there again once things get better. Uh, but yeah, I mean wild uh let, let's get the facts on her the facts are alana uh says she's the queen of puns with an exclamation point uh, bar city move on elena's dream job would be working as a restaurant critic for michelin restaurants so uh-huh listen i mean great dream job uh who wouldn't yeah. want to do that but that's also i, I feel like saying oh my dream job would be to get paid to travel it's like okay well yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I feel Duh. the same way. What's the last one? Last one is she loves to spend the holidays with her mom making, oh boy, uh, fettuccine. Fettuccine. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know how to read. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, making no, don't fetti- worry about it. Making fettuccine from scratch and watching the holiday, which I guess is probably either makes me wonder if that's like this is her favorite movie. Or this is like her tradition with her mom. It feels like a tradition with her mom. But it's also a decent movie. I could see it being someone's favorite movie. It is very like warm. You know, it is it is a Christmas movie uh, that has a lot of sweet moments. And uh, I get it. But um, the dream job thing you said nailed it on the head. Uh, queen of puns, I can't. I'm out of here. <laughs> 
I if this is if this is the the leading fact about you, um, I don't I don't think I I don't want I know I can't I'm sorry. The thing about people who love puns is that they are regurgitating the same puns that they learned somewhere else. Yes, yeah. For the most part, you, it's okay? not it's not often you hear an original pun. Yeah, dude. And when when you do, oh, what a what a day. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. But but you can't approach you can't approach life like I've learned this response and now I'm applying that response to whenever the moment comes up. It just feels disingenuous. I don't like it. It's like when people who are like build their lives around, you know, Star Wars where they're like, you know, th- they they will throw quotes about Star Wars into everything and and be like, "Oh, it's funny cuz it's a reference." And it's like, "No, it's not funny." You're repeating a thing that we have in common. Right. It's literally all it is. And I understand the like the impulse is to bridge a gap is to like, you know, we're connecting. It's like we're not connecting. If anything, you've put a little distance between us because that's what you chose to go for. And the puns, I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh, we're talking about bears. And then you want to say that you're not qualified to 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 speak about bears scientifically. I am koala getting out of the room you see <laughs> that wasn't a pun that was me trying to be cute about it but i'm out of here you know uh, fuck that i don't care i hate it i hate the pun stuff it's not for me um but uh she seems nice <laughs> <laughs> all of that to say she seems nice probably will yeah. do a better job of represent uh representing canada than blake yeah. but you know yeah should- i mean she she looks like exactly like a bunch of uh, women I know, like just like or have like come across in my life in Toronto where you're like, oh, yeah, you're an archetype. And that's cool. Like, good for you. Yeah, I hope uh, I hope you have a good day. Let's move on to the next one. Who do we got? Next one is Alicia. 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 Or Alicia. Alicia? Alicia, I think. I'm going Alicia. Alicia Keys, Alicia. Oh, I like Alicia, yeah, I'm know? stupid. <laughs> Hey, you're not Alicia. Dude, I I I've been mispronouncing your last name for years. Don't say that you're the you're Alicia. Stupid uh so Alicia, 24 years old, professional ballerina, which is fucking nice. dope. That's yeah. awesome. Cool Even if that. it was not professional, like ballet is such I mean, dance in general is already like if you're a yeah. dancer, that's uh I like it. Especially it's impressive. After, yeah, any art form really. I'm just like that's that's super dope that you do it. Yeah. But ballet in itself is. I know I know some people who have done ballet before, and it's just incredibly impressive. So like, it's rigorous. It is a beat mm-hmm. down on your body, yep. no matter how long you're doing it. And yeah. And then um, apparently, according to her bio, she's uh, she began pursuing being a professional ballerina since she was 13. So like, mm-hmm. shout out to you. Uh, and I that's that's super dope. Uh, yeah. Your three, her three things. Oh, and in fact, right off the bat, uh-huh. her first, her first bullet point. She once performed on stage with Aretha Franklin. Yes, that, yes, that's great. That's that's a good amazing. One. That's that's perfect. You know what? You know what that gets? Big applause. Big applause. There we go. Soundboard. That's enough out of you. I'm not editing this in. I can't do it. I pro. <laughs> <laughs> I would say just right off the bat, like if I was the bachelor and yeah. I found this out, profiles, this yeah. would, this would be the point of the date where like I would stop flirting because I'm legitimately like, no, I want to know everything about uh-huh. Uh-huh. you in ballet. Like I, I'm so fascinated by it. 
They're like, right. obviously, I'm still interested in you. Like, I'm obviously. Well, that's part of it is that I don't know why people get off put by the idea that like when you're when you're on a date with somebody and it kind of feels like, oh, you're just you're asking a lot of questions about me. It's like, yeah, I want to. You're fascinating. You're yeah. like, this is like the point is we're getting to know each other. And then uh, like, sure, it can venture off into like interview territory. But that's just because, you know, we're not it doesn't seem like we're playing tennis at this point. You got to <laughs> send the ball back at one point or another. Right. Um. So but that said, like, I will I, I want to ask a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I are think- the other what are the other facts we got? Uh, the other facts is that she loves hot chocolate. Uh, Who doesn't? Uh, I don't like chocolate. Monster. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, she loves all vegetables with the exception of tomatoes. Perfect. Love her already. Love her already. Tomatoes suck, dude. Tomatoes, eating tomatoes raw, get them out of here. Eating them. I don't Some people are fucked. I throw them in a sandwich? No, thank you. Uh, I'll allow it on a sandwich, but I would never eat a tomato alone. It, the, the texture of like the goopy insides are not for me. It's it's gross. It taints everything around it. No, thank you. I'm out. It, it is very gooshy. Like, it's just yeah. not in a good way. Nuh-uh. There's good goosh and then there's bad goosh and <laughs> tomatoes are bad goosh. You know what I like is sauce. I like it when it's boiled down and, you know, pure, like I'm into that, but like. Anything else? No, thank okay, you. you can't, I, I can't, you can't get on board. just say there's good Gucci and then continue on. Like, that's not a weird combination I can. Let the audience catch their breath. <laughs> All right. Come on. <laughs> Next um, up. Wh- no, no, wait, wait. Oh. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on her? Like, what did you, what's oh, your vibe? What's yeah. your impression? I would say, I, I think, I think she's based off of the, her picture. Uh, I think she's very, I think she's very cool. And I feel, something tells me we're not going to get a lot of screen time with her. I feel like Isn't that wild. We, I feel the same way, but I also, um, yeah, no, continue, continue your thought. I didn't want to, uh, I, I would say she, she's someone who's clearly obviously an interesting person, but I yeah. feel like she doesn't seem like someone who's going to be like going to start shit. So because of that, we may right. not get a lot of screen time of her mm-hmm. and that's not reflective of, whether she's like how far she's going to go. Right. right. Like I think, I think just overall we may not because she doesn't seem like someone who's going to be like, I'm going to be this big vibrant person, whether it's starting drama or not. Like right. she, she seems very like, like I do ballet. I'm awesome. Yeah. I do that. And I don't feel this need to be like this constant, like look at me person. I mean, I know like the professional dancers I know, they have to blend in. They're not the. Mm-hmm. They're not a lot of the time. They're not the star of the show. Mm-hmm. They are. They're doing the work, and you know, they're they're being there. You know, and and that's what I kind of feel like is going to happen with the group dynamic with Alicia is that she's probably just going to be like herself, real chill in a group setting. But I do feel like she. You can't be a professional ballerina starting your career at thirteen, which it says here in the bio, mm-hmm. and not be an absolute hard ass. Like yeah. you. She's in New York. She's doing well enough. Um, I I think that you can't be that person without being pretty rigid in who you are mm-hmm. and your rules. And it feels like that might be like I appreciate that. It's not always for everybody. If anything, I feel like that's the wall that people like that people might hit with her is that she's you know disciplined. It's got to be her way, you know. Yeah. 
and uh, and this is the system that works for her. That's the vibe I'm getting out of her. Mm-hmm. But like, she seems so sweet. Look at her looking to, right down the line at the camera. You're getting like an earnest openness out of yeah. her. Um, and I and I appreciate her. I hope we see her, uh, and I hope we're wrong that she. You know, I want to see more screen time from her. But yeah. I also, you know, I think she's, um, being that much of a hard ass. Like from from my my assumptions. I feel like she's also got like a checklist of what she wants in a guy and the second Matt doesn't hit it, she's probably going to like pull away. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's, that's my vibe out of her. Um, and, uh, let's move on to Amber. Let's see what she's got to, oh. what she's got to say. Amber, 30 years old, uh, nursing okay. student from Cali. Um, and also just real quick, uh, according to her bio is a single mom, uh, with a 13 year old son, uh, 13 year old. So she had a, 17 the other kid i think so if that's how Mm. yeah that's how yep that's the map uh and so basically her three points are while traveling through joshua tree uh she had to run away from a mountain lion uh okay so she got good cardio uh amber's (laughs) amber's dream job will be to take care of beluga whales Yeah. yeah uh because uh because they just make her so happy Um, and then her dream is to live on a big ranch somewhere near a lake surrounded by trees and rescue every animal she comes across that needs a home. So definitely right before even reading the third bullet point after the first two, I immediately thought, okay, she hikes all the time. Uh, she's a nature person. She loves animals. Every Uh, single one of her facts mentions an animal. Yeah. Every, Oh yes. Even the one where she's being chased by one. Um, Uh, Yeah. Definitely, she's definitely like very outdoorsy, uh, and I think, I mean, I don't know anything about uh, Matt James and how he is with the outdoors, but I think this is, this is someone who like, if you didn't, even, if I didn't even read the third bullet point, my guess would be oh. her dream housing situation is like a cabin. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I think dream housing situation for her would not be so much about the housing itself, but rather location. Yeah. So like wherever's closest to some sort of sanctuary or something for animals or like she's a nursing student. But I'd be like, man, if this doesn't, you know, jump start her career into like vet stuff or, um, you know, any sort of like animal saving stuff like it's gotta like maybe she'll be some sort of ambassador for one after this you know what i mean like it is very um, interesting that she's nursing and not going the vet route i mean we are animals after all aren't we (laughs) (laughs) the look on your face was worth it i don't take it back um I don't know, man. Just looking, just looking at her, it feels like she, she's, oh, she's had, she's gotten to know her angles, and she is working them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and so, like, I don't know, I don't know what her life has been up to now. Being a single mom, that you know, can't be easy, but also like wild. Like that's so cool to have, like, you know, that life that is definitely there and definitely a thing. Like, mm-hmm. it feels like she's a, um you know, well enough rounded. Whereas like with Abigail and Alana, I, I haven't really gotten that, you know, like where, you know, the, the most we got is that Abigail apparently have, has a hearing impairment and, uh, is just a chill girl. And Alana's like a city gal who loves her mom. And mm-hmm. Alicia's like ballerina who I think is a bit of a hard ass. And then Amber's like, she's, 
she's got these angles. She's a nursing student. She loves animals. She's got her son. I don't know what it is about her, but I, I, I want to know what her deal is. Um, but I don't know if I'll like it. Like, I don't know her at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It tells us that she cares for people and things and animals and stuff. But like, what, what, what does that care look like? You know what yeah. I mean? Cause my first thought is because she's a single mom, she, she's definitely stern and like, like she, she knows how to stand up for what she like thinks needs to happen. Like, cause she, I mean, she's a, she's a mom to a 13 year old son. So it's just like, by the kids no longer young the kids like now a teenager so because of that it's like all of the shit you have to deal with with raising a child by yourself is like yeah i i definitely think any any sternness that we see i feel like there's a better word for it but that's just the only word that's coming to mind but the point i'm trying to make is like anything if we see that kind of behavior on the show it's just it's not like i don't see it as as that as like an immature thing i see it more on the lines of like no she's just so used to being like i have to be in charge in charge because of my situation so like she's not afraid to do that in her day-to-day and i don't see that as a yeah i I can see i can see that as a trait that i appreciate and respect especially coming from like my mom was a single mom so it's just like i know exactly where it's just like like some people might read her off as like, oh wow, you're being like unruly. When it's just like, no, you just sometimes you just gotta put your foot down to because mm-hmm. you had to to be able to like get things done and keep control of your house and all that. So I think, right? I think she, if she rubs other contestants the wrong way, I think it's only because she just has gotten to this point of her life where she succeeded because she doesn't let people walk over her. I mean, let's hope that's what it is. Like, I don't, I, you know, I don't know what to expect from her. Literally, all we know is like these little facts about her, but it doesn't feel like we can read much into them. Right. You know, like we, you know, we don't know what kind of mom she is. She could be like the best friend mom. You know, that's very true. That's very California. I'm making wild assumptions right now. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You love your mom. Not everybody does, right? We gotta, (laughs) I don't know. I, I mean, you, you're probably right, but like, yeah. Uh, let's move on to Anna. All right. So Anna, 24 Anna. years old, copywriter okay. from Chicago, Illinois. Right on. Uh, her three bullet points are she is, in all caps, terrified of fish and, all caps, obsessed with cheese. I do <laughs> not understand the fish thing, but I understand being obsessed with cheese. I feel you, girl. Oh, yeah. I get I get the, the cheese thing. I kind of get the fish thing too. Like there's a squirmy little guys. You could probably have like a, a, an experience when you're a child where you're like holding a fish and it, it's tail slaps you in the face, you know, like you can have that. Like I get it, but also sure. You know, like that's literally mm-hmm. it. Uh, her second thing, she, exp- she calls herself an experienced junkie and once convinced a pilot to let her fly the plane over the bluffs of Minnesota for 15 minutes. Oh boy. <laughs> there's a lot I, to unpack I mean, in that sentence i mean that whole sentence is like I, first of all she's from minnesota she was born and raised in a small town of minnesota and her parents nicknamed her hollywood was what i i remember reading about her mm-hmm. um and 
you know what? I love Chicago. I I love the the vibe of Chicago. I love the people I know out of Chicago. A thick Chicago accent is very endearing to me, and that's what I was hoping when I saw Chicago, and then it said Minnesota, and I was like, ah, oh, boo. Because <laughs> um, the accent is different. It's less. Oh God, it'd be so funny to have like. The heavy accent season. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yo. Yeah. Just a um, whole season taking place in, like, Boston. Yeah, buddy. Or, like, you know, maybe these Toronto girls are going to, like, show up with the Toronto man's accent. Like, just fucking going for it. Um, but, like, I don't know. Something... Being an experienced junkie is one thing where you're like, okay, I'm going to go do this thing and I'm going to be, you know... This is the plan. We're going to agree to it. The people involved are all about it. And, uh, like, I'm, you know, this is an an option that is offered to everybody. And I get to say I would like to do that versus convincing a pilot to let her fly uh, mid-flight. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, that's what I'm imagining, right? You, when, if you're convincing a pilot to let you fly over a part, it's because you've already, you've already taken off and, you know... Um, Something about that whole sentence just tells me like, oh, I have been taking advantage of being a white woman for a very long time. Yeah. And I am going to barge into places and smile and make somebody feel like the world uh, just so I can do a thing. You know what I mean? That's that's literally when I read that sentence. My first yeah. thought was, oh, so you you're 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 a i've gotten to get what i want because of my exactly yeah yeah because it's like that you don't convince like i mean yeah sure there's questions of like what kind of plane was it i'm assuming like i'm assuming small plane but even then like i don't know man like something about it just feels like the way it's phrased the the fact that it's a brag you know what i mean like that's what this is it's supposed to be a brag I don't know, man. Something about it just doesn't it rubs me the wrong way. Where you like, she's asked cops to hold their gun. You know yep. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, asked, like she's cops- gotten to hold the hose when the like at the firemen. You oh know, yeah, I dated uh, a I dated a white girl once who told me she was like, yeah, in Chicago the police were so nice because like we would be really drunk from the bars and they would offer to give us rides home and like here I like smacked the bouncer and the cops got really upset and I was just like, wow, the cops here are really mean and I was just like, this is the yeah. most white woman story I have ever yeah. heard in my yeah, entire yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a wild. That's a whole story. That, that was and, yeah. oh she. <laughs> Does she have a third fact? What do we got? Her third fact is she dreams of writing screenplays for Hallmark movies. Uh, I mean, me which too, is buddy. funny because she looks like the main character of every Hallmark movie. Every yeah, movie. she does have <laughs> She does have like the big smile and blonde hair of like a Hallmark movie lead where like you're like do you have you wor- have like the movie Man, this is going to be so pointed and so mean. Um <laughs> this whole look is like somebody who starred in a Hallmark movie thinking it was their big break and it's not been. Oh. You know what I mean? Like that's the that's the vibe. Like mm-hmm. um and I and I it is a look. Like I love the idea of wanting to write Hallmark movies, you know? I mean someone's uh, got it. I mean, yeah, and I, I'd love to. If you if you want me I love romantic comedies, dude. We don't you love romantic comedies too? We talked about it. There's a lot of. I grew up very ignorant, and I was like, "Oh, those are for girls, so I'm not gonna watch it." Yeah, and then yeah, now yeah. that I'm older, I realize that's that's not true. They're for everybody. Right, exactly. I have to and play catch up on a lot nice. of a lot of the classics. 
Are you kidding me? Rom-coms are just like fun, fuzzy moments. They're great. You know, I love them. I love them very much. But Hallmark movies are a specific feel of rom-com where like they're not heavy on the jokes. Mm -hmm. They're just heavy on the romance. And then even then, it's so much cheese. It's Now I get why she's obsessed with cheese. Yeah. Dude. Okay. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's Uh, starting to click now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Anna, I, I, I cannot. I, I, I hope you're well in the world. I just don't know that I. Uh, I don't know if we would get along. Is is that a mean thing to say? I don't know I, if we would get along. I would need to see how she acts for me to be like. Same. Are you someone who you're aware of your privilege, or you're someone who you think the world operates a certain way because of the privilege that you've experienced? That's a great way of putting it. Where it's just like, some people are like, you know what? I, I used to think life was a certain way for everybody. And then at some point mm-hmm. I realized, oh, I live a privileged lifestyle. Versus right. there's people who are like, what do you mean the cops get angry at people? And it, like, I I can't, I have to see how she interacts for me to be like, because that second bullet point makes me think, oh, like you have lived a very, pri-, which is not it, like some. I you, mean, that. That second bullet point tells me exactly that she hasn't ruminated on that point in her life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. like that's that's the problem I'm seeing here is that I yeah, I anyway, I I feel like we've said enough about Anna. Uh Anna, I hope if if you're listening to this, uh good life to you. Okay. Uh move moving on. We got Bree. Bree. Bree's 24. 24 communications oh, got young, manager. again. Uh, her three bullet points are her dream is to live in Kauai and to live the island life eating nothing but sushi, swimming in the ocean, and hiking. Okay. Uh, uh, two, her brun- brunching is one of her favorite activities. And then <laughs> the third, the, uh, that's a meal. That's <laughs> not, it's not yeah, an activity. No, I mean, the fact that, you know, so brunching is an activity when you're just calling it going to a restaurant with your friends. Like, yeah, okay, it's liter- yeah. Like food and friends is what brunching has become, and it's just a time of day that's late enough that you could sleep in. That's the brunch experience where it's like okay to have a little bit of a a little bit of a spicy beverage, you know. Like that's the kind of vibe that brunch gives off. Like, don't get me wrong, I love a good brunch, but like, you know, I I can also just say I love my friends. Yeah, like yeah. Anyway. Uh, third bullet point is she has two tattoos, a wave on her left with wrist and on another on her right rib cage that reads 13 in Farsi. Okay. I mean, would love to know what the 13 signifies because that's just not something that I, unless it's just, it looks beautiful and whatever, mm. um, writing or I don't want to call it an alphabet because it's not an alphabet, right? It's like a. Like just like how like the Russians use Cyrillic, it's not an alphabet. It's like a that Cyrillic is it's its own thing, right? Um, so I don't know what it's called, but uh, like Sanskrit and in, you know anyway. Right. Um, but that that said, like I'd love to like. Does it look cool or is it a thing? That's always interesting to me. Uh, why thirteen? You know. Um, My guess. Her is- dreams are living island life, which she thinks is sushi and swimming and hiking. <laughs> Uh, that's a, that sounds like resort life, you know? Yeah. I, that first bullet point says to me, you went on vacation to Kauai once and you thought that's what Kauai life is like. And it's just like, yeah, like 
yeah you'll hike and yeah you'll swim in the ocean but like people have more than sushi yeah yeah i mean i don't know it's just a whole other vibe but i something about her tells me that she likes taking control am i crazy her picture looks like she's she's like leaning in a little forward and um i don't know it looks like she is somebody who is like i gotta be in charge um yeah Funny you say that in her bio, it says she says that she's always the alpha in the relationship. Buddy, this is how we know this podcast is good. Because, like, <laughs> I'm just staring at a picture of her while you're reading this stuff. And, uh, yeah, dude, I, fu- I fucking rule. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she says that she's always the alpha, but she would love to find someone who can challenge her and keep life interesting and exciting. So okay. I think I think probably she just she take likes to take charge, which is dope. More power to her. Yeah. Uh, Good. And she's just looking for someone who she can't walk over, like someone who will match her taking chargeness. Which means that she is not going to last long on the show because Matt James does seem like somebody who's just a bit of a walkover. He from the <laughs> preview, does, he he doesn't seem aggressive. Or anything like that. Well, not even aggressive, just like assertive in his own. There way, we go. You know? That's the word I was looking for. Assertive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but Bree's. I mean, oh God, Bree is very, very cute. Like, uh, the great smile. Uh, def. But definitely, I don't know. The vibe of this is like, hey, so um, I want to do this, and it's fine if you don't want to do it. That's what I'm gonna do. Or like, um, if we're gonna do this, and you have to follow me on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So it's 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 very much like that's the vibe out of it. I think I'm feeling that. Um, she seems great, but I don't think she's gonna be the right fit for Matt. I don't know enough about her though. So whatever, what are you gonna do? Um, what do we got? Who we got next? Uh, Carolyn, uh-huh. uh, thirty years old journalist. Uh, yeah. and her three bullet points are uh, she likes post punk music. And oh, fuck yeah. And definitely identifies as something different than your average top 40 basic girl. Oh, boy. Um, not, second bullet point, nothing makes her more upset than injustice. Anyone yeah. who abuses their own power over others makes her live it. Okay, that's what's Awesome, up. yeah. Uh, and then the last bullet point, in, in five years, she hopes to have published her first novel. So she has goals. She's determined. Nice. She, she, under, she uh, advocates for justice. That's good. I can dig that for sure. Um, the first one makes me a little iffy because, like, I love post punk music too, but like, I'm not about to say I don't listen to Taylor Swift either. <clears throat> you know, like this mm-hmm. th- that that last line being like, "I'm not your basic top forties girl." I'm like, "Oh, you resent that deep down. You probably are a little bit." You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I, like, I don't like. What, when what people, are you trying to prove? Right, I don't like when people are pompous about that. Of like, ooh, I don't listen to the popular hits. Like, it, who oh. cares? It's like the same people who are like, well, I don't own a TV. And you're like, yeah, but you have a laptop and a Netflix subscription, bitch. Like, you're being. <laughs> you are not fooling anybody. You know what I mean? It's like, it's fine to like. Ba- like, it, you're not a better person for not liking the popular things. I know, yeah. Like, look, we heard it before. Calvin Harris slaps. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's just like. it's definitely that first bullet makes me think like obviously the rest of uh, her bullet points are like it balances out but like that first bullet makes me think like 
oh you think it's you think it's necessary to like identify against being seen as being basic rather than just right. accepting that everybody you and i everybody has right. basic attributes about themselves absolutely and sometimes yeah, I mean, you just got to embrace that rather than just be like, no, I'm not basic. Like, no, you, everyone's basic in some sort of way. I mean, it makes it, it reminds me of the times where I was like, I listen to everything except for country. It's like, no, I listen to some country now. It, um, some, because some of it is terrifying, but you know, <laughs> they know how to make, weave a melody into a slide guitar real nice. Like mm-hmm. I'm into it, you know, but, um, I yeah, love I don't that know. Song about that first. By Zach Brown Band. I don't listen to country, but I fucking love Chicken Fried by Zach Brown Band. Hey man, I there's we can name a couple country songs if we need to, but I don't even know if they qualify as like country country. They're probably pop country, right? Probably. Like, you know. Um, but that said, like yeah, I didn't like that first point, but I love the second one. I love that she's like really fired up about injustice Mm -hmm. that's that's dope i like that she's working on a novel that's pretty sweet Mm -hmm. i'm just so curious uh as to whether or not she is a good writer uh you know because every it's so tough to be like hey i'm working on my first novel and you're like oh no this is gonna like it's gonna be something you subject to you know Mm -hmm. it's tough to be like stoked on that (laughs) like without you know because a good book is so hard to write like Mm -hmm. But then there are people that you have absolute faith in. You know, when I found out that Sam Talent wrote his uh, novel, I was like, oh, sick. Can't wait to read it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, it was incredible. By the way, if you're deep in this episode and looking for a novel, Running the Light by Sam Talent, uh, T-A-L-L-E-N-T, one of the best books I've read, hands down. It's so good. It's Super so funny, good. dude. Um, yeah, but oh, she's a journalist. I'm just seeing that under a picture now. Journalist from L.A. Okay. Um. Okay. I... I have a little bit more trust in her writing if she's a gainfully employed journalist, but yeah. then Especially again, there's some journalism out there. That's, yeah. uh, that's very true. That's very true. I, I would say though, if you're a journalist in a big media market, uh-huh. regardless of the platform, you mm. do. I feel like you at least need a minimum level of skill at, right. at the craft. So like, I think, I mean, she doesn't seem like someone who's like on OAN or anything like that. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think you can even see that she has a tattoo. And I feel like just conservative journalists don't have tattoos. So yeah, uh, I feel like we can we can be safe in assuming. I feel like we could all. Yeah, I feel I could. I'm fine with it. Uh, we can. Yeah, we can be safe in assuming she's not like a a, a low lower version of tommy lauren but uh i think her being a journalist in la it makes me uh confident in her writing abilities but um yeah i think i don't i don't really foresee her going super far with matt but i think yeah i, I don't she, know uh, i oh go ahead she seems she seems fine her um her smile feels really tight am i like you see what i'm saying like it it um it looks like she's kind of bracing for something, which is wild. But I and I didn't want to criticize her like smile. That's not you know, but that is something that like, I, it's you know how it is. It's like you look at somebody, you got a vibe from them, mm-hmm. and like, um, to me that smile just is like, oh, is every muscle in her body that tense right now? You know what I mean? The smile to me, to be honest, says more of like this is my journalism mode smile. Really? Yeah. Like, 
Like mm. I'm on TV, I'm doing my I'm on TV smile. Um, I, it 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 feels uh, I don't know. It it feels like the smile I've seen in somebody when they're about to be confrontational, like that. I I've like that's the vibe I'm getting out of it. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like she seems like really cool, like a journalist. Usually they got like connects and like you go traveling with them and they're like, I read about this, or like a friend of mine like set me up with this. Like journalists are like wild with their connects and and i feel like she's absolutely somebody who would take advantage of that and like be that person for someone so it feels like that's the cool thing about her that mm-hmm. i um would want to see you know what i mean so mm-hmm. um i i i dig her but i i i don't know what to expect right yeah um as a person she seems super cool i just don't yes yeah. foresee- i don't foresee her excelling far with matt but that's the thing is like we're saying this about um, we're saying this about her, but like with Brie, it's because she's like I'm looking for somebody who's going to challenge me and not be mm-hmm. somebody I can walk all over. Whereas Matt might just be like, yeah, I want somebody to kind of either be just as chill as me or to be the leading lady. Very and true. Carolyn has the vibe of somebody who could be that leader Very and true. be cool with it. Whereas. You know, whereas Bree is like, no, I want somebody who's not going to let me do that. Well, according to Carolyn's bio, she says that she's looking for a man who will want to take care of her, but will also appreciate her for the self-sufficient woman that she is. So she's definitely, she's someone who it's like, she wants that, I don't want to say codependency, but like she wants that, like, you'll take care of me, but also you, you know that I can take care of myself. Right, right. Like, I want you to take care of me because I want you to want to do that, not because I need you to take care of me. Right. And which is smart and great. I like right. that a lot. I'm fine with that. I, I like her even more now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. because uh, Who's next? Who we got? Next up, we got Cassandra. Okay. Uh, Cassandra is 25 from California. A lot of California people i mean that makes sense i'm guessing that they cast this during quarantine and we're like let's True. not fly too much but then they got two toronto ladies so who knows uh she's a social worker uh which nice is, which is nice uh and her three bullet points are cassandra is scared of the dark feel your girl i am a 28 year old oh, wow grown-ass man and i am afraid of the dark as well i don't like it yo what okay you gotta expand on this what do you mean you're afraid of the dark so like I don't like, okay, so I'm not like, I don't do anymore where I like run the turn on the light or anything like, I don't uh-huh. do that anymore. But it's yeah. definitely very much like, if I'm in a place that I'm not a regular person in. Okay, and you mean, wait, you mean like you're not familiar with the environment? Yes, if I'm not familiar with the environment and it's really dark, I am uncomfortable. Okay. I mean, that's yeah, like, I, I would never fair. go into the woods at, at night. Yeah. I don't like the woods either, dude. <laughs> I don't. Th- <laughs> All right. I mean, uh, yeah. I like, have you, uh, I guess like the concept of the dark isn't so much what the fear is. It's like what the dark could be hiding. That's that, that for me is what it is. Okay. I mean, I guess that's probably what it all is. <laughs> What are her other bullet points? Uh, her other bullet point is she hates it when people eat off of her plate. Cassandra, we're the same damn person. Holy oh, that's shit. like my brother. That's like my brother. My brother will do this thing where um, 
he'll he'll offer food or like whatever like he'll get a snack out the mm-hmm. out the cupboard and like get a couple of cookies and be like well you want some and i'll be like yeah i'll take one he'll be like you weren't supposed to say yes <laughs> like no like if he's I just offer, like you gotta be polite to offer but he'll be mad that you accept it uh, i will offer if i offer food i truly i am okay with losing the food but yeah. i hate when people make the assumption, like if you're at a restaurant, food uh, comes in. I hate people who just make the assumption, I can I can take food off your plate. No. Oh, that's a wild assumption. You're not going to have a conversation about it? No, I don't like that either. If someone's like, hey, I got this very different thing from than what you got, and we were, and I was like considering that one, I'm just too curious to not ask for mm-hmm. a bite. And you'd be like, look, man, you should have ordered it. Uh, like that's fair. <laughs> that's- and like that's... Uh, that's a fair thing to say, but mm-hmm. I will be like, damn, dude. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll, I guess. I'm not keen on sharing food and like, I, I will offer to share. Like, I'm definitely not like, I'll never, like I'll share, but it also depends on what is the food. Cause there's some foods that I love so much there's and I'm like, foods. no, no, like this no, is I all I feel mine. that. Absolutely. I get that for sure. But I will say my move, if I want something and I'm, I'm around people or I'm going to place. I'm bringing more than I have to have, you know? Hey, if people share, great. There's enough for me and them. People don't share, there's a lot for me. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm fine with it. I can can get behind that logic. And also, I just want people to feel good and like it, you know? So, like, here, here's a thing I love. I hope you enjoy it, you know? That's that's my vibe on it. But Mm. what's her last fact? Her last fact is that sunflowers make Cassandra very happy. Oh, okay. So what what this honestly based off of these three so <laughs> clearly I like the first two bullet points cuz I'm like, "Hey girl, yeah, oh, we're the same way." Yeah. Uh, but that being said, I feel like based off of these bullet points like as much as I related with the first two, they're not good icebreaker bullet points. Actually, okay. Sure. Actually, no, 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 no. I take that back. I take that back. Uh I feel like on paper, these bullet points aren't great icebreakers, but if you're with someone who is good at conversations, you can hear you're scared of the dark and then pivot to a conversation about that. Oh, for sure. But but that's just being like good at conversation. That's not her bringing it to a table. You know what I mean? I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, so, I, oh, go ahead. Well, what I'm saying is like you're not – we're not working with the assumption that – we're talking about like, are these good things to be bringing to the table? And like, what does it tell us about her? We're not talking about like what you can turn it into because anything like, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Calvin Harris slaps. It's like, what do you, Oh sick. Like what songs do you like by him? It's like, I like this one. It's like, Oh, so like uh, a deeper cut. Oh, the one that he did with Frank Ocean. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't love that one? Do you also listen to Frank Ocean? Of course you do. You're not a monster. You know what I mean? Like there's, like that's that's just conversation, right? But we're talking right. about like what does this tell us about her? It right does tell bat? us nothing. Yeah, it it, do, it it does tell us nothing. It tells me that she's young. That's what I'm getting out of it. Mm-hmm. It tells me that it, it tells me that she's young. She might have grown up with siblings. Uh, uh, I think that the sunflower thing is like um, a matter of like a comfort uh, mm-hmm. image that she probably has a couple of them in her apartment, like. She probably sees like the um, 
the image of a sunflower is very nice. Like I get it. I understand it. The idea that the sunflowers always turn to the sun because innately they understand that the guidance is coming from somewhere else. That's a beautiful sentiment. Uh, tells me that she might also be religious, which is right on brand from the bachelor. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to go off of besides that. Like, yeah, she's very cute. Like who mm-hmm. isn't on this show? The show is just all beautiful people. That's yeah. literally the vibe. But like from what I'm getting out of the, the, the visual of her in the pictures, like um, I feel like her deal is that she thinks she's laid back, but isn't like her bar for being laid back is much hot higher than it, it really is. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I feel that. So like, I, I, I feel like she, it's like how, um, but like the, the vibe I'm getting is that she thinks she's chill, but like, she's like, are you going to put a coaster under that? You're like, okay, <laughs> you know? Um, and like, that's, that's not the, the, but she thinks she's like super chill. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? No, I, feel, anyway, I see that. That's the vibe I get from her. Let's uh let's do two more and we're gonna move move on to like another episode because it's a lot of listening for a first go. Yeah. And that next episode we're gonna dive right in. We're gonna do a little bit of riffing, and uh, let's move on to final Chelsea. two. Chelsea, twenty eight years old, runway model wow. in New York, which is super dope. Um, she her her three bullet points are she's currently learning Spanish online. Um, cool. Okay. So. Shout out to somebody who uses Duolingo. Uh, uh-huh. Second thing is her favorite meal is snacks, especially if popcorn and hot Cheetos are on the menu. I feel that. Okay. Well, the hot Cheetos I can't handle, but I appreciate it. And then one... <laughs> you can't handle... Is that too spicy for you? Everything's too spicy for me, man. I'm the worst Italian ever. Uh, I am not at all equipped with the ability to... Look, man, I've been trying to like not snack so much. So I've been buying Doritos sweet chili heat instead of regular chips. Because if I have five of those chips, I'm like, my mouth hurts too much to continue. And I put them away. <laughs> so I eat less of them. Yeah, dude. That's actually, that's actually genius. <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm trying. But it's also not working. I've developed a slight tolerance for those and those alone. <laughs> Uh, and then her final bullet point is one day she wants to swim with stingrays, which is which is cool. That's cool. I mean, that's cool, but also like those things killed a man. You know that, right? Like you got to be yeah, careful. Very true. Yeah. Shout um, out to rest in peace, Steve Irwin. We miss you. Um, yeah. Wow. Runway model in New York. Learning Spanish. Loves snacks. Wants to swim with stingrays. She's all over the place. She's like, I am so interested in her. <laughs> I see. I was literally about to say, based off of her, what her three facts are and what her career uh, is, something I get a vibe from her of like she knows her career is badass, yeah, but she doesn't lean on that to be like her identity. I mean, she's wearing not, a leather jacket, dude. She gets it. She knows she's badass, right? Like she, like that. That's my whole point of like she knows she's badass, but she doesn't rely on. My right. career is what makes me badass. She's like, I'm badass right. because I'm badass and I happen yeah. to have a badass career. I mean, look at this picture, man. She's just like the most confident person yeah. alive right now. Those giant hoop earrings are working for her. Her yeah. shaved head mm-hmm. and that smile. Her eyes are crinkling just a little bit to tell you that it's real. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is this is somebody that I, I want to give the world to. Like, I'm not like... 
I get the vibe that she is also the kind of person who wants that in somebody who is like, yeah. I would, I want somebody to show like you got to prove yourself to her, and I want you to show me. Bro, and that's what I feel. You did I it feel again. Like her bio literally says. Chelsea loves a man who will go to extra mile to show her how they really feel. Get the and, fuck out of here. And Get really the fuck appreciates out. it when someone can be vulnerable and an open communicator. You just twice, baby. Twice. Dude, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> she definitely Look, man, I look, I'll tell you what. Chelsea, what's going on? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's no chance. But also uh, for you. Uh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, she definitely seemed... I think she's going to be uh, for sure someone on the cast who uh, has the potential to be either a fan favorite or definitely uh-huh. someone who we're going to talk about a lot in a great way. For sure. I think that she's going to go for a little bit. Uh, like, I'm not I'm not sure she's going to make it at the end because I don't think that Matt, as, as we mentioned, I don't think Matt's assertive enough for her. Mm-hmm. I don't think that he is able to show her what she wants to see regularly mm-hmm. and she, she it feels like if she's done with you she's like it's cool like i'm i'm a cat like i live i live on i live on my own and you show me what you want uh and i appreciate it uh and that's gonna be it you know right. but if you falter from that or if you're like something rubs her the wrong way in what you said she'll be like all right well do your own thing you know right i uh, i am perfect you gotta Show me that I am too. You know what I mean? Right. That's the that's a bit of a vibe. Like I get that. I get that here. That is sick though. That I call that's two. That's two. That's two. That's I feel two. really I feel really good right now. <laughs> uh let's uh, do one more and let our audience breathe for a sec. So uh Corinne. Corinne. Twenty two. Uh so what? far this is the youngest so far, but I know that there's someone who's younger on the cast, but twenty two marketing manager. Uh, her three one, bullet two. points are one loves Disney world and has been there more times than she can count. So 1000% she is a part of the Disney cult. Uh, okay. I grown up in Florida. No, don't, don't get me wrong. Love Disney. Buddy. I love Disney. I love the park. I love theme parks in general. I love them so much, but yeah. there's a difference between people who are like, Oh, I love Disney. I love all of the movies and stuff. And I like the yeah. parks versus people who are like eat, pray, love Disney. I you know what I can't even say too much on this, <laughs> like I, uh, but know know that I am uh, not about it. <laughs> <laughs> like I uh, I appreciate that you like them. Look, man, I'm a big fan of Ari Aster and Midsummer and Her- Hereditary are great movies, and mm-hmm. I will watch whatever he puts out, and I will talk about his movies because they are the most exciting thing to happen to horror movies in a long time. Um, I would not travel to a theme park for it or like to go to do a pilgrimage to a fucking museum if they do it for them. Uh, but if they if there is somebody out there who puts out a movie and people are like, yeah, it's just it's in the style of or it has the seal of mm-hmm. approval by him. I'm going to watch that movie. But this to me is like, oh, she's been a lot. Right. And she she like, man, at one point she she knew some of the people working there or like. Um, she, without living there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she's, it, it, she like knows the layout of the map so well that she's like, oh, well this trash can was never here. 
They're making yeah. some changes. She has her own custom uh, Mickey Mouse ears with her name. She Buddy, this dresses. is the parents. This is the parents that do it too. It's not mm-hmm. her. This is the parents that like. Oh well, she loves it so much. We're gonna go there again. Yeah. This is like a tantrum in the back of a car and being like, "Fine, fine. Christmas, we're going to Disneyland again." <laughs> that's her se- the vi- yeah, dude. That's the full feeling here. Her second bullet point is uh, she once snuck into an abandoned insane asylum in the middle of the night. Okay, was it Disney themed? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then lastly, before Corinne has kids, she wants to experience living life in New York City. Okay, honey, just don't come on the show. Just move to New York for a bit and uh, do that, please. I, I don't understand her presence here. Um... Pomfret, Connecticut is where she's from. Um I don't know. I this is this is one that I know a little bit about also because um my dad was like there's an Italian on the show and I was like of course there's an Italian on the show. There's always an Italian on the show and there's always Italians everywhere and like he I don't know. He's like did you know Regis Philbin was Italian? I was like I don't think that's right. You know what I mean? Um, so like when, when this came up, she was, he was like, yeah, at least there's an Italian on the show. I was like, what the fuck? who cares? And so I know that she's definitely from that Italian family and she works for her family business. She does. Yeah. Okay. There we go. I just pulled it up because I know about her already. Um, she's, she, she manages the marketing for her family business, which is a high end Italian restaurant and apparently is doing well enough that she is like you know, making bank off of that and probably gets a higher salary than she would working for another place right. because it's family and like definitely benefits from nepotism and like not to say that I haven't and <laughs> don't, you know what I mean? Right. But this is definitely taking it to a level that I'm like, ah, baby, you don't need to be on the show. And if you want to experience New York before you have kids and go be in New York. Like, it feels like you're not done partying. You're 22. You're like, you're, you're not done living the life that you kind of want to experience before. She's like, I want to experience living in New York before having kids, which tells me she doesn't want to live in New York or have a family in New York. She wants to experience New York, yeah. which says like rent an apartment for six months, knock that out of the park and then maybe gain a little bit of character from it. Um, also, I don't, everything, I, oh, she doesn't seem like she's 22. No, I was literally about to say, I've been staring at her bio this whole time that when I scrolled up to see her photo, the photo does not match the description I have read. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, I, if I looked at her, I never would have guessed she was super into Disney. She, doesn't, she just doesn't yeah. give off Yeah, but that that's the thing of, about Disney people. The Disney cult people are exactly like christians you don't see it coming you don't it's like it's 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 buried deep down yeah i I forget who it was that does that joke i think it was like god it must have been like steph tolib or deb Giovanni or even like amy amy miller like i don't remember who it was there's a Mm -hmm. comic out there who does it all three amazing comedians all three incredible very very funny they like where it's like um 
hey, I was at a bus stop and like this guy was like, yeah, I met a, I met uh, uh, this girl was like, I met a guy that, today and very excited about it. It's like, oh, that's good for you. He's like, yeah, he's so sweet. He cares about everybody. He's just sacrificed so much. And his name is Jesus Christ. Do you want to meet him too? And you're like, whoa, okay, is this lady going to kill me? Or, <laughs> um, like that's the bit, um, which I am paraphrasing poorly and whatnot, but like that's the same vibe as like the Disney mm-hmm. cult people. Right. So I, I'm not, I've been saying vibe a lot today. <laughs> you know um, what? That's our version of everyone saying clarity on the bachelor. Bachelorette. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't get a rose. That's a vibe, baby. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it just doesn't feel like it matches up. It, she, man, I, again, I don't want to be, the disparaging of any any way which i i don't think this really is she doesn't look like she's 22 like in the face either like it seems like she's got you know is approaching 30s quicker you know what i mean like it looks like Mm -hmm. she's probably i would guess my age 29 28 um and it's just like her eyes have seen too much but not enough you know what i mean is that weird Anyway, <laughs> I I strolled up and I looked at the eyes and yeah, I see I see your point. You get it, yeah, you get it. Knew you would, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just I don't get her. I don't feel like she's gonna last. I don't feel like nah. she's gonna make it past the first round. It feels like one of those things that like the next time she's on at a meeting for something or like I don't know, she's. <laughs> playing games at a resort she's like well my fun fact is i was on a season of the bachelor mm-hmm. and you're like oh which one it's like matt james i was like oh that's right <laughs> well uh thank you for coming back to disney corinne we always <laughs> love having you corinne if you listen to this just move to new york girl like just yeah just- yeah do the thing that you want to do like tell your parents that you know you can do marketing from New York. Like you don't have to be home for that. Yeah. Like they're they're probably the tether that's doing that. And the insane asylum thing is like what you uh, oh so you also went to high school with people who wanted to have an adventure one night. So you and your friends just got high in an insane asylum one day. Like all right. <laughs> yeah. Also, why? Why would you? Why? Why? That is. What is with? I mean, look, Mr. Afraid of the Dark, maybe you wouldn't be curious about it, but I just mentioned loving horror movies, and I probably would have been interested in seeing what's up. The thing is, the real danger is the infrastructure was probably bad. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. Okay? Which, that's my biggest fear, is shoddy infrastructure. Listen, I'm not afraid of any ghosts or murderers uh-huh. that may be lurking around. I'm afraid... <laughs> That there's not enough structural integrity to this building. Yeah, yeah. Are those load-bearing chains? <laughs> uh, well, I think I think that's that's a good place for us to stop for today. Mm-hmm. We did ourselves a, a bit of an intro, and we get, we knocked out ten, which means next episode we're gonna go through twenty-two, and I feel like we're just gonna hit the ground running. And you guys are gonna get our opinion on all the women in this season. We're gonna we're gonna let you go. You know, shout out to Lisa for bringing us together. Uh, shout out to shout out to everybody. Um, Chris, uh, we should probably do like a plug thing where we throw it in at the end. But 
for now, let's just say it. Uh, I'm Mike Carrozza. Find me on Twitter at Mike Carrozza, M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A, at Mike Carrozza on Instagram. I've got another podcast called Bummer Boys. It's called uh, it's spelled like a bad hardcore band, so it's X Bummer X Boys X. So if you just look up X Bummer, we're the only ones. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a podcast where my co-host and I talk uh, to sometimes a guest. We talk about songs that made us sad that week. And uh, yeah, this season, this next year, we've got a lot of fun stuff coming. So mm-hmm. please do that. I've got an album out called Cherubic on Blonde Medicine Records. Uh, buy it, listen to it, stream it. Uh, we I, we don't make much money off of streams, but the fact that you listen is a big deal. And if you do stream it and you like it, please tell me. It would It would make me feel really nice. <laughs> Chris, where can people find you? Uh, I'm, I'm Chris Mejia. You can follow me on at Topher Mejia, T-O-P-H-E-R-M-E-J-I-A, on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, right. Same handle on all of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have uh, albums or anything like that, but uh, just follow me on social media. Uh, that'll be, that'd be That's dope. the best place. That's the yeah. best place. Uh, and... Yeah, that's really, uh, that's really, that's, that's, yeah, that's it. That's it. Thanks for sticking around. If you did, if you are listening and you had a good time, rate and review us on iTunes, let, mm-hmm. uh, let them know, but do us the favor. Uh, don't give us one star. <laughs> uh, if you want to be mean, be mean to us online on social media. We'll take it there. Yeah. But this is just like a nice thing that we want to do for ourselves and each other. And if friends and people like to hear this and, you know, we do accumulate some fans who do like the podcast. It would be nice for them to be able to find it. So, you know, if you don't if you don't like it, tell us to our face, baby. We'll take it. Don't worry about it. Um, we won't fault you, uh, Anna and Corinne, <laughs> for messaging us directly. <laughs> uh, you know, I, we appreciate you listening. So thanks for sticking around. And uh, shout out to Chris for making the dope logo. Uh, shout out to me for making a good theme song. I know, I know, I'm really happy with it. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're all, we're all happy. Yeah, we're pretty proud of ourselves with it. And that, that's gonna be it. Thank you, and bye. We'll be back for part two.